walking amongst a lot of monsters these days, zombies and vampires. So what kind of vampires am I talking about? And what kind of zombies am I talking about? So zombies would be people that are sucked into their phone or social media or all the other things and it's just taking away their brain power. Vampires are these people who just suck the life out of you, the energy out of you because they're so nutrient deficient emotionally inept, sad, depressed, and feed off of your light initially. So I have that this dog that my daughter had named Buffy, and I hated the name Buffy, and she named her Buffy after the Vampire Slayer. So I have renamed her Buffy the energy vampire slayer and the funny thing is when i started doing this song and if you listen to this song it is from dracula and it's annie lennox and it's amazing but it really describes what a vampire is and it was so funny because buffy barks right at the beginning so i left it in there because what did she do she barked right when that little thump came in (laughs) So psychic vampires, people who suck the energy of others are called psychic vampires. When a psychic attack takes place, the psychic vampire receives an energy surge while the victim experiences fatigue. The attack generally takes place when a psychic vampire's energy is depleted and needs to be replenished. So they suck the needed energy from another person. It is not unusual for a person who is ill to feel inadequate emotionally to draw upon or drain energized individuals of their life force. These people are not necessarily bad people. Most of them are not aware of a conscious level on a conscious level that they are doing what they are doing. Still, their unknowing actions can play havoc with anyone who leaves an energetic opening for this type of of thievery. It is important for us to be aware that we may be susceptible to having our energy stolen from us and learn uh, ways to protect ourselves. The harm in a psychic attack is that there is no fair exchange of energy and therefore one feels depleted while the other becomes energized. Traits of a psychic vampire experiences feelings of abandonment or rejection regularly needs constant reassurance, never feels satisfied, seeks nurturing, constant low energy and fatigue, experiences insecurity and low self-esteem. Here are 12 signs that you are a victim of psychic vampirism. Number one, you often wake up after a full night's sleep and you still feel tired. Oh my gosh, I felt exhausted yesterday. I tried so hard. We have two guests at where I'm working right now that I mean like everybody has problems right but these people are so deficient that they are draining from everybody including me and I'm not able to have a day off and so I'm not able to fill up my well per se and I did I was exhausted all day yesterday but I filled my well up I worked actually Um, on my own clients and I didn't feel as tired so interesting enough right 
Number two, you tend to have dark circles under your eyes without a profound explanation. Number three, you feel somewhat afraid going to sleep even if you don't have nightmares. Number four, you often have nightmares. Number five, your energy seemed to abandon, abandon you early in the day. Number six, you overspend money without realizing where the money has gone. Number seven, you tend to think about doing something and somehow you run out of time without doing it. Number eight, you often get sick while you used to be in top shape. Number nine, you have a streak of bad luck. Number 10, you have become short-tempered while you weren't. Number 11, you feel uncomfortable with um, sacred symbols or places. Number 12, you get affected easily by the evil eye. Let's talk about how to deal with energy vampires. Number one, ground yourself so you don't get swayed by the negativity. Number two, shield yourself. Create an energy bubble that protects you from them. So I hate that when people say, do this little light of blah, blah, blah. So you actually intentionally have to create that space. And so what that means is like, so when this particular person came into my room, I actually, my pendulum told me to use fluorite and I'll tell you what fluorite means does later. But I also thought I'm just going to be a tree. I'm not going to like bring it in to my space, into my energetic space. I'm just going to allow him to be and let him be sad. So hang out in groups of three or more instead of like one-on-one. This way the interaction will not be as draining. Um, That way it's distributed evenly. (laughs) Number four, provide a listening ear. Sometimes what they need is a listening ear and I want to go more into that. Number five, extend a helping hand. Their negativity may well be a silent cry for help. Number six, stick to light topics. New movies, daily occurrences. uh, I don't know. I don't think about the daily occurrences, but like fun things, things that they could do. Common friends, latest trends, whatever. Like that sounds exciting and fun, not like the news. Okay. (laughs) Um, Reduce contact. If that doesn't work, I mean, yes, reduce your contact. And I've had to do that with family members. Number eight, cut them away from your life. Last resort, if nothing improves, you deserve better. So if you have to fire that client because they refuse to help themselves, then you don't need to, they need, that's their choice. Identify those who suck you dry and make you angry. Don't be reactive when they push your buttons. Set very clear limits. No is a complete sentence. Energy vampires prey on others because they are in pain. However, the important thing to remember is that you are not responsible for resolving their issues. You can help, but they are ultimately responsible for sorting out their struggles. And as a therapist, this is number one that we need to remember. We just want to help everybody, especially if you're an empath. And I'm going to talk about that soon too. There are six types of energy vampires, and this is how... how you need to deal with them, okay? So there's the dominator, the toxic alpha type, the victim, woe is me type, the narcissist, the me first type, the melodramatic external distress type, 
the innocent, perpetually helpless type, and the judgmental, bullying type. If you notice, you just kind of tend to not be around those people, right? Um, Signs you're being drained, you have a headache after speaking with them. You spend more time helping them than they do themselves. They lie to everyone, including you, and don't seek help. They just want to stay ruminating in their own uh, misery. Um, energy vampire, um, they're attracted to you because they unconsciously desire to resolve a deeper problem within their psych- psyche and they perceive you as a solution to their problem. So be kind and be aware and don't be afraid to draw a line. Um, they prey on others because they are in pain and their behavior is disguised a, a disguised cry for help. However, the important thing is to remember that you are not responsible, like I said. Um, they are emotionally immature individuals who have the sense that the whole world resol- revolves around them. They are almost incapable of seeing things from another person's pers- perspective and they often lack. Um Taking a shower or bath is highly underrated when it comes to cleansing your energetic field. If you notice your energy feels stagnant or heavy, immerse yourself in water. It's one of the quickest, most effective ways to cleanse your auric field, especially if you're an empath. Um, You can become an energy vampire being an empath because you get sucked into everyone else's drama and it has depleted you and then all of a sudden, where are you? So like I said, you have to take care of yourself, yourself is the number one thing that you can control. Empaths have a deep energetic connection to things around them, leaving them feeling responsible for things that others would hardly notice. If you have a sense that anyone is draining your energy mentally, cut the etheric psychic cord between you and the other person. Be willing to forgive that other person for seemingly draining you and release the other person fully to the light. Um... If you've had interactions with any uh, energy vampires and you recognize this, how can you remove this heavy or negative energy? Number one, solitude. So remove your energy from the external stimuli. Uh, Solitude allows you to go within without distraction or influences of others. It helps you to listen to your inner needs and connect with your intuition. Number two, deep breathing. The key is to breathe with intention. Intend on each inhale that you pick up uh, heavy or stuck energy. On each exhale, it leaves your body and transmutes with Mother Earth. Number three, emotional energy. Get in touch with your emotions. What emotions feel heavy? Um, Be able to release them. Breathe them out. Journal them out. Fill them in your body. Why are they there? Emotions equals energy in motion. Number four, grounding. Intend for Mother Earth to ground you as you visualize golden roots coming from Mother Earth connecting to your root chakra at the base of your spine. What are some energy givers that would be sunlight, laughter, hydration, breathing, wholesome food, dance, nature, fresh air, movement, sleep and rest, meditation, art and creativity. What are energy takers? Uh, Fear, stress, resentment, overthinking, overworking, negativity, no movement, mess and clutter, junk food, dehydration, sloppy boundaries, and excessive screen time. 
If you are a professional or just anyone in general that has dealt with energy vampires and you're finding yourself lacking and you are becoming the energy vampire, here are some affirmations that can help you. I am intentional about the energy I put out and the energy I allow around. Negativity has no choice but to leave when I am present. I focus my energy on things that add value to my life. Energy vampires drain away from you, leaving you tired and drained after seeing or speaking to them. So green adventuring, that's the stone, stops others from leaching your energy and you pair it with clear quartz and your protection is enhanced. The other one I like is fluorite. It actually helps you with um, your aura, your personal aura. And I had recognized that when my pendulum told me to use the fluorite uh, for that day that I had to be around that specific person. So the other um, crystals that can help you are jet, black tourmaline, hematite, labradorite, aqua ara. Uh, These are hard words. (laughs) Um, Charoite and then smoky quartz. So smoky quartz is amazing. I got a whole bag of it the other day.
as I was working with this individual, I noticed there's another individual that is a healer and um, she is depleted as well. So the funny thing that I'm learning and because I don't want to be that depleted person, I am so, um, I might kind of sound mean. I kind of call myself a mean empath because I protect myself. I'm not just, oh, you poor thing all the time because yes, I have so many clients. We all have life. Life happens shit happens, right? So the people that I love are the ones that recognize that, don't hold on to it, but are working through these things. Um, Things that that can help you is I am willing to change. I have this thing in my office that says change is good. And now I actually recognize what it is. I also have like, um, like by my little tree that I have in my room, it's like a, a sign that says a doorway to change. Um, I know you want everybody and everybody else to change your mother, father, boss, friend, sister, uh, lover, landlord, neighbor, minister, or government official must change so that your life can be perfect. It doesn't work that way. If you want change in your life, then you are the one who must do the changing. When you change, then all the other people in your world will change in relationship to, in relation to you. Um, And I have recognized this with my clients because I've been doing this pendulum healing and it's the coolest thing. Um, If you have positive beliefs, then I urge you to keep them and expand upon them. We want to find negative beliefs and then it will help you to let them go once you recognize what your negative beliefs are. Change can be difficult or it can be easy. Don't be discouraged. Um, Be loving and with yourself in the way you would be to a dear friend. Give yourself every encouragement as you go through this new experience. So why am I talking about this? Because I feel like a lot of people that are energy vampires basically have allowed everybody's negativity into their life and has depleted them, like I said, and do not love themselves. So who's the number one person that's going to love you? You. You're the person. You're the only one that can is in charge of you. You are not in charge of your children. You are not in charge of your spouse. You are not in charge of your mother. You're not in charge of your father and how they treated you. Um, you are in charge of you. So you are the one that needs to make yourself happy. You are the one that needs to protect yourself. You are the one that needs to understand boundaries and the things that you need. So like specifically, let's say you have a friend that goes, well, why can't you do that? I can't run. I'm tired. I don't want to. I'm not like you. My body is different. And you're recognizing your body and you're honoring your body by doing what it needs. Um, life is very simple. What we give out, we get back. I believe that all of us are responsible for every experience in our lives the best and the worst. Every thought we think is creating our future. Each one of us creates our experiences by the thoughts we think and the words we speak. Beliefs are ideas and thoughts that we accept as truth. What we think about ourselves and the world becomes true for us. What we choose to believe can expand and enrich our world. Each day can be an exciting, joyous, hopeful experience or a sorrowful, limiting, and painful one. Two people living in the same world with the same set of circumstances can experience life so differently. What can transport us from one world to another? It is our belief 
beliefs that do so. When we are willing to change our primary belief structures, then we may experience a true change in our lives. So this is a book from uh, Louise Hay. It's um, Love Yourself, Heal Your Life. And I totally believe this. And I think a lot of the energy vampires I'm finding, they're not loving themselves. They're so stuck on that person that's going to fix them or that that love that you fell in love with and the person left you. And so now you're just, no, you're a whole person. You have amazing gifts. You're a soul that is down here on this earth and you have things to do. So that person is no longer needed in your journey. It's okay. We all have those experiences. There are other souls out there that you can connect with. But in order to connect with others, you need to be healthy and whole. So focus on yourself. Focus on your your health, your eating. Take a shower. Um, eat the proper food. Don't take drugs. Don't do all the things that lower your vibrations. Do the things that encourage, like go to places that that say loving things. Put it in your head. Don't listen to crappy music. You know, it's interesting because I have recognized this and I, it just makes me happier. And like if you have to buy a brand new car because it gets you from A to B and you don't have to worry about um, it breaking down and getting repairs and all that stuff, um, go get the damn car. And don't worry about other people judging you for that and saying, oh, he's so spoiled or whatever. No, you deserve that damn car. Get it. Our subconscious mind accepts whatever we choose to believe. The universal power never judges or criticizes us. It only accepts us at our own value. If you accept a limiting belief, then it will become the truth for you. If you believe that you are too short, too fat, too thin, too tall, too smart, not smart enough, too rich, too poor, or incapable of forming relationships, then those beliefs will become true for you. Remember that we are dealing with thoughts and thoughts can be changed. We have unlimited choices about what we can think, and the point of power is always in the present moment. When we were children, we learned about ourselves and about life from the reactions of the adults around us. Therefore, most of us have ideas about who we are that we do not own, and many rules about how life ought to be lived. If you lived with people who were unhappy, frightened, guilty, or angry, then you learned a lot of negative things about yourself and your world. When we grow up, we have a tendency to recreate the emotional environment of our early home life. We also tend to recreate in our personal relationships those we had with our mother and our father. If we were highly criticized as children, then we will speak out those in our adult life who will duplicate this behavior. If we were praised, loved, and encouraged as children, then we will recreate this behavior. I do not encourage you to blame your parents, although I have. <laughs> I'm doing some healing here. And um, I know that they're people and I've, I've done that because I get it and I've made mistakes and I'm, I'm owning that. Um, but we are all victims of victims and they could not teach you something that they did not know. If your mother or father did not know how to love themselves, it would have been impossible for them to teach you how to love yourself. They were coping um, as best they could with the information they had. Think for a moment about how they were raised. <clears throat> if you want to understand your parents more, I suggest that you ask them about their childhoods. Um, 
listen to not only what they're telling you, but notice what happens to them while they are speaking. What is their body language like? Can they make eye contact with you? Look into their eyes and see if you can find their inner child. You may see it for a split second, but it may reveal some valuable information. Resentment, criticism, guilt, and fear cause the most problems in our lives, in ourselves, in our lives. These feelings come from blaming others and not taking responsibility for our own experiences. If we were all responsible for everything in our lives, then there is no one to blame. Whatever is happening out there is only a mirror of your own inner thinking. We can change our attitudes towards the past. It is over and done and cannot be changed. We can change our thoughts about the past, though. How foolish for us to punish ourselves in the present moment because someone hurt us long ago. If we choose to believe that we are helpless victims and that all is hopeless, then the universe will support us in that belief. Our worst opinions of ourselves will be confirmed. Um, my son keeps saying stuff like, I'm so stupid. And I said, you are not stupid. And I don't want to hear you say that. You are amazing, wonderful little boy. And we all make mistakes. If we choose to believe that we are responsible for our experiences, the good and the so-called bad, then we have the opportunity to outgrow the effects of the past. We can change. We can be free. The road to freedom is through the doorway to forgiveness. We may not know how to forgive and we may not want to forgive, but if we are willing to forgive, we may begin the healing process. It is imperative for our own healing that we release the past and forgive everyone. This does not mean that you need to um, support their poor behavior, but you need to process the process of setting you free. Forgiveness means giving up and letting go. Understand your own their understand our own pain so well. Yet yeah, it is hard for us to understand someone's pain who treated us badly. Uh, I've been doing that lately. I've been thinking about certain people that I said no to, and then I got a little sad because I realized that they were in pain too. When people come to me with a problem, I don't care what it is, poor health, lack of money, unfulfilling relationships, or stifled creativity, there is only one thing that I ever work on, and that is loving the self. And this is where I keep saying, love yourself. I find that when we really love, accept, and approve of ourselves exactly as we are, everything in life flows. Self-approval and self-acceptance here and now are, <clears throat> and now are the keys to positive changes in every areas of our life. Loving the self to me means to never, ever criticize ourselves for anything. Criticism locks us into the very pattern we are trying to change. Try approving of yourself and see what happens. You've been criticizing yourself for years. Has it worked? So I uh, got up this morning and I took a shower and I washed my hair and I had to get um, my son off. And so I didn't have time to do my hair. And I looked in the mirror and I thought, wow, you look so crazy. <laughs> and I was like, well... It's actually confidence, it's confidence, which I've been wanting to have, to go out and who cares what my hair looks like, you know? And so I just let it go. And I, that's what I got to do. I mean, I was clean. I got my son to um, school on time and I was going to come home and do my hair. And that's exactly what I did. Um, so I was thinking back to the time that when I was like um, in high school and I was like actually very depressed. Well, essentially what happened was um, I didn't think a lot of myself and I actually got this boyfriend. I just thought he was so amazing. He really wasn't. He was just some guy and he was tall and he liked me. So the thing is <laughs> I latched onto him and then 
And I knew that I didn't like him. And I broke up with him. And so when I broke up with him, I acted like he was the one that broke up with me. And then I was so depressed because I didn't have this person in my life. And all I did was ruminate that I had broken up with this person. And looking back now, I know that I was deficient. I was deficient in loving myself and having the confidence that I was a good enough person. I've had so many people tell me, oh, you're so great. And you know what I do is I go, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, we need to take use or use our feminine side and learn to receive and accept those compliments that people give to us and feel it and know it and own it and embody it. Okay. So this is how we can fix ourselves from being um becoming energetic vampires ourselves so the more of us that listen and and are receptive to this message we're gonna be stronger than those monsters that are in our lives and i want you to be aware of the like i said the electronics um the news all the things that deplete you all the things just understand it, be aware, and start putting sunshine in your life. Even though the sun's not out, put sunshine in your life. Feel your well, feel good, help others, serve others, forgive yourself, forgive others, love yourself. There is nothing wrong in loving yourself and getting the tools you need to keep going. Do not let people uh, make you feel bad about yourself for getting a brand new car or for spending money on something that you think is a good idea, don't let them make you feel bad about yourself. Be confident in your intuition. Now, here's the thing. You can possibly make mistakes. And I told my son that. I says, we all make mistakes. And it's okay because it's part of the journey. It takes you to where you absolutely need to go. So if it's a mistake, it was supposed to be a mistake. And it's fine. And stop um, punishing yourself for making those mistakes.
energy we are able to produce within us, the easier and more effective it, is, it will be for us to defend ourselves against attacks by energy vampires. That is why I recommend regular spiritual and physical workouts such as yoga and meditation in order to build up spiritual energy. If our energy reserves are filled to the brim, we are not able to deter any vampiric a vamp how do you ever say that aggression but also to extend our spiritual defense shield to third parties if needed so those third parties could be our children or sick people under our care those who would be unable to defend themselves without our immediate energy help so love is the strongest power in the universe love is pure life energy it is an unchangeable cosmic law that we can only attract those events, people, or situations for which there exist parallels inside of us. So essentially, if you become a con upon a energetic vampire and he really disturbs you, you need to start working on yourself. You need to strengthen yourself so that you, um, what you are doing is you're recognizing the um, the magnets of misfortune that the things that are within you the things that disturb you i finally understand this when people have said that when i get irritated with people or whatever but i'm finally getting it and i'm grateful for the opportunity to work with people and um i'm grateful because i'm learning what energy is i'm learning how to um, work on myself and i think ultimately that's what we need to do we need to start working on ourselves and um to heal the energy in this world so to end what I'd like to say, I truly believe that um, what we do when we, when we give ourselves love, so self-love, self-care, we are actually helping our entire universe because we're all connected.